0: I'm Nicole Wakeland. And I'm Eileen Falkenberg-Hull. And this is Fast Women, brought to you by Newsweek. We travel the world, stay in the best hotels, drive the newest cars, and have off-the-beaten-path adventures. And we're going to tell you all about it. Let's buckle up and hit the road.
1: Let's hit the road. Angry Eileen. Damn it. Hit the road. (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, guess what we're in the same room this time we are we are in the same room together in beautiful scenic Long Beach, California. Yes, we're Where in a
1: Hyatt. We're in
0: a Hyatt. There's we're many. We're in a
1: Hyatt Regency. Hyatt Regency, the upscale which... Hyatt. No, we're not in the really the upscale.
0: Isn't it? It doesn't feel like the upscale. It Doesn't Hyatt. feel
1: like the upscale Hyatt. As I as I sit at this not very upscale table in the in the in the room that we've yeah, there's a to... number
0: of stains on this table. It's it's been it's been through the ringer. So in order to record this, we
1: couldn't find chairs, so we're sitting at this really <laughs> low table. So we're sitting on the floor, and I'm like, this view of this room
0: does not do it any favors. No, yeah, <laughs> we're very highbrow. We're very highbrow this, this week. Is
1: not Acceptable. No, but okay. yesterday
0: we were somewhere very nice.
1: Oh, yes, we were at the Alila, 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 Alila. I like Alila. Let's go okay. with Alila. We're going to go with the Alila. I can't even say it. There's too many L's. The Alila. Alila in Encinitas, which is beautiful. It's only been open for a year. Um, like I think March 17th or something was its one year. We were there not
0: too long ago. We were there for something else. Like... For another Toyota. Toyota likes that hotel. They do, they do, and it's like an hour and a half south of Long Beach, mm-hmm. so it's it's you know like forty minutes from San Diego Airport north. It's a beautiful hotel. It feels like a sanctuary when you're there. Like there's not a lot of touristy stuff around. Like if you're if you're a beach goer, you can walk down the beach. That's great. Yeah. But there's not like you know a lot of places to go and dine. You kind of gotta drive to places. Um, there's not in and out anywhere close. Ask us how we know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's there's it's, it's a beautiful sanctuary hotel though. It's quiet there. Is there except for the um, the train.
1: There's the train that goes by during the, the, the commuter rail situation. The coaster!
0: The, the coaster.
1: coaster! Yeah, So and it doesn't go by all the time, so it's not like the coaster is waking you up at 2 a.m. But if you're, like, chilling out, and you think, oh, it's in the, the coaster comes by, it's kind of, ah, the coaster is here. <laughs> so it does it just startle one a little bit if one is, like, absorbed in whatever you're doing. Um, but other than that, it's... And you know what they have? Okay, so this was really funny. They have this logo. I think it's supposed to be the top of a tree. Like, it's sort of like the outline of a tree or something. And it's just a little logo, and it's on everyone's name badges and it's, like, on the, the notepads and stuff. They even have it on the paper towels in the bathroom. They have a little stack of them. Yes. Little, and it has I'm like, this is so, like, she-she that the paper towels have the hotel monogram on It is
0: the nicest paper towel situation I've ever mm-hmm. seen in a hotel. Like, I wanted to grab them and be like, these I can use in my kitchen over and over again, like yes. the rinse and repeat. But
1: no, they're just like, use it once, throw away our fancy paper towels. I,
0: You know, that's not very California of them. No, But it's I guess very, that's a different story. That's a whole different thing, yes. But we also, while we were there, we went down to get coffee because, as you know, that's... That's our thing to do. Yeah. So we went to Queen Stage Coffee. Yeah. Which, first
1: time there. Yes, and it was very tasty. And there's like a, what was it, a, like a deli shop attached to it? But we no, it was getting, a bar. A bar. Okay. A bar. So there's a bar. So if you're early enough, coffee. If you're late enough... Bar. Or if you're there yeah. at the right time, both. But coffee and a bar. Yeah. yeah. So we had uh, we had coffee, but you know what I didn't get? And I'm really regretting that I didn't get it. They had this sign that they had biscuits you'd get with butter and jam. and Fresh I, toasted with butter and jam. And so we looked at this and I'm like, no, I don't need that. And as we're like walking away, I'm like, oh my God, that's the biscuits. And the things were
0: like... They were like two inch thick biscuits. They were a meal. They weren't just a snack. And I'm like, oh, I really want to go back and Everything cookies. looked homemade too. Like it didn't, it mean, it looked professional and all that, but you were like, somebody's hands have been in that. Like that's real cooking. It that's not really processed good. packaged Yeah, it cooking. wasn't
1: like they just bought it at like some mass produced situation. It was Yeah. And the
0: baristas, so nice. Yes. Like literally so tolerant of us fast talking Northeasterners. Like they were wonderful. And wonderful. everyone
1: was super chill. And Eileen and I like walked in. We have 35 seconds to get our coffee and continue driving the 2020 toyota with bz4x bz4x because those letters are wonderful together so we hit, ran in we were talking at 90 miles an hour and everyone there was super california time i'm like wow I like feel- we've been up for seven hours already <laughs> what are
0: you guys doing it's only 8 a.m what's going on um but-, but yeah so we drove the 2023 toyota bz4x they're all electric new suv um, it's a little bit longer than the Rav Four, a little bit shorter than the Rav Four, um, but inside it's about the same dimensions, right? Yeah, it's. It doesn't feel. What I think the back seat room feels very narrow to me it is it's it's like I wonder like
1: I don't know if you could put teenagers back there I I was thinking about that because my kids are teens so I have a frame of reference in the two children that I have and I think both of them would be wanting to sit behind me not by my husband because he's 6'3 and I think if he pushed the seats back not even being like obnoxious man spreading thing just push the seats back enough (laughs) that he could reach the pedals and reach the steering without being squished
0: that you almost wouldn't really be able to sit comfortably behind him well you had the seat back while I was driving and you were like this is where I'm comfortable and I looked back there and I was like. That's tight for a car seat. Like, there would definitely be toddler imprints on the back of the You'd seat. You'd have the nice footprints from you the kids' boots and the mud and the dirt. And if yes. you lived in New
1: England, salt that would destroy your seats in 30 seconds. But yes. whatever. Um, but you're
0: saving the environment. But you're saving the environment. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was that. And then also, I mean, the cabin didn't feel particularly spacious. Usually in EVs, that's kind of the exciting thing about it is that it feels like you've got all this room. But like the Toyota Sienna minivan, this has, like, the center console that's docked. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Like not only could I not touch your thigh should I choose to, but like I could I also like felt like I'm like we are kind of in these little cockpits, but not in the cool, futuristic, sexy way. In like the I am lodged in a zone way. Yes. And it's it's not all that appealing. No, and because they have so what is
1: kind of nice, the infotainment screen, it's 12.3 inches, so it's big, and it doesn't matter which of the two trims you get, you get that giant infotainment screen. But it's like almost like you just drew a straight line, or it feels like that from the width of that screen, just straight down and like nothing comes in as it goes to the center console so it's just this massive block it is it's it's like the center by
0: it's center by Lego like there are no there's no curvy dimensions to it it doesn't have any life like figure and also it is covered in black plastic almost all of that car feels like it's covered in black plastic on the inside
1: that piano what is piano black? Piano black which sounds really cool I mean that sounds cool piano black fancy pants but it's actually very shiny so the minute you touch it you have fingerprints on it so if you're like a fingerprint if you need to have your car neat and tidy all the time invest in a little what are the little microfiber cloth because you're going to want to constantly clean everything
0: so i think of it so right now where i live in atlanta it's beginning to be pollen season Mm -hmm. you get that yellow pollen everywhere and you get dust even if you're not right you got the windows down you're gonna get dust no matter where you are in the world and i just think of how that like just zoom right to that piano black it's going to be everywhere and that car's covered in it and what's not covered in it is covered by this kind of cool looking fabric. It is. The dashboard's got some fabric on it that's really kind of nice looking. But, like, you and I were talking about it yesterday when we were actually in the car. I mean, you go to clean the car and you feel like it's one of the surfaces you're going to lint roll yes. to get the clean because you feel like the brushes on the bristles of the vacuum cleaner are going to just mess up the cloth. Yeah, it's,
1: it like, that's one of the things. Like, there's a couple other OEMs that have um, interage where they're doing, like, these wool sort of yeah, the sustainable con- wool blends. And it's like yay, yeah. yeah, sustainable, but also, oh my gosh, it's, it's going to get so dirty and be so hard to clean once you do get it dirty because you can't, like, that when things have that depth of pile to it, that much of a texture. You think about if you haven't cleaned your dashboard in a while and it's plastic, that you can, like, you can see the dust on it. Well, now you're, the dust is one with the fabric on your dashboard. So it's going to be, I mean, it'll be cleanable. I'm sure you can clean it. I'm sure it's nice and sturdy and rugged and can withstand all the things, but it's still going to be a little bit of a pain in the neck to clean. But it, did look cool i did like how it looked i thought it was a neat little bit of i don't know i guess character or texture because the rest of the car is you know giant center console lots of piano black um so it did give it a little bit of personality
0: i like i mean i liked that part the car does have a lot of personality specifically the exterior which uh (gasps) you know it wouldn't have been my design choice to put so (laughs) much black cladding on it in the front end they were like in the in the design meeting we had they were like well that was a choice to show how it was futuristic and different and you're like no it's because somebody signed off on it being ugly and now you have to make up a reason why it looks like that
1: there's a lot you know i put up a couple pictures on my twitter because i always try and share some stuff when i'm on a drive on social and literally every comment i got was like wow that's a lot of black what what's
0: happening i'm like i did not make it i'm just sharing a picture with you it's like when you see somebody with so much black eyeliner on and you're like That's a look. It's kind of like the goth girl of cars. There's too much black. Yes. I don't know. Yes, there's a lot of winging going on. A lot of winging. Somebody's watched way too much YouTube and come up with that. (laughs) But So we did like the steering of the car. The car rode really well. It handled excellently. Really tight turning radius. Yeah. Oh, because we had to pull. There was actually, it was part
1: of the program, which is weird to have to do that. But you pull out of the hotel and you immediately have to pull a U-turn. So we're like, you know, you go to pull that U-turn, you're pulling really tight. I'm like, oh gosh, I don't even need the full two lanes there. It was a very tight. Tight turning radius which is kind of nice i mean that's always good because you know you're going to find yourself someplace where you suddenly need to turn around and it's like oh i don't want to back into stuff so the turning radius was really good it handled really well and it is a pretty responsive vehicle you know it, it you're going to hit the i want to say gas pedal accelerator accelerator that feels so fancy like i'm trying to be like oh it's the accelerator we need another short word like gas pedal like something else. It's better than the go thing. The go. Th- I hit the go thing and see where we go. You know what? I'm calling it the go thing. <laughs> you hit the go thing, and when you hit the go thing, it does in fact go. So it. I mean, and from that point of view, it's good. The downsides. You don't have a huge. You have a good range in this, but it's not a huge range. Like other guys come a little bit higher it's got anywhere from like
0: 222 to 252 Uh, so it's i mean the range it's not that 300 threshold that we see like uh, like hyundai and kia products and volvo products and nissan products really hitting
1: yeah so it doesn't quite come up on range and it's the charging they they were kind of fuzzy on some of the charging stuff like it uses level one level two and you can you do dc fast charging on it
0: um at a level two charger this figures on the spec sheet say it's 11 hours that's actually kind of a long time it is a long time like if you're charging at home you're just like trying to figure out exactly how long it's going to take and can you you know if you're a late night at the office are you going to wake up to it fully charged? Do you need it fully charged? Like you don't really right. need to fully charge every night that's not good for the battery but how does it work with your lifestyle and right. when you have a lower range that is something to consider. If you have a 60-70 mile commute suddenly and you're sitting in traffic or if it rains and you need to use more power that becomes part of that equation.
1: Right. Or in the cold weather because the cold weather really does have a terrible effect on how far you can go yeah. with a, an electric vehicle. So.
0: so we have a lot of downsides to this. Um, but we also have a few more. So we did not care for the steering column or oh, the steering wheel.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, I'm really sorry, Toyota. I know you worked really hard on this, but I don't know what... The steering wheel is, is tiny. It's I don't actually know the dimensions, but you sit behind it. It's a it bit feels, clown car size. It's a little tiny. And the way that it's designed... Okay, Eileen and I are roughly the same height, and we're like 5'6 ish, right? So we never, we sit in the same pretty much seating position every car. We almost never adjust the seats. But the steering wheel, neither one of us could get the steering wheel in a spot where it wasn't blocking something on. The instrument cluster is like you either you either have to move it too high so you feel like you're driving like a motorcycle, you know, with like... The, with the ape hangers. Right? It's like, yeah. that is too high. This isn't right. Or it's too low. Or you're like peeking over the top of it. So it was weirdly placed. And we did talk to a couple other folks... Someone who was very short, she was said it was totally fine. But then someone else who was a little bit taller than I said I had the same thing. I felt like I was looking through the steering wheel because I couldn't get the right spot to see. So there's some odd design there. It's almost like you have to sit and see if it'll work for you. Maybe it'll work for you. Maybe it won't work for you. But okay. I
0: did the same thing where I lowered the seat all the way, tried to get the way I wanted, and I was like, ah, it's not going to work. Raised it up, try to get raised it up, later in But the wheel comes down, and I'm like, I don't like steering between my thighs. Yeah, it was like so it just low. like like that's too low, and you're they just is both not tall enough and then not big enough to make yeah. that work for you and it didn't seem as reconfigurable as some others are where you can yeah. like just put a big number in the middle there is a number there but it's still just like I, I wasn't good with it, and then the wheel itself is one of the ugliest things <laughs> I have seen in a car. Like, tell it me is, what you
1: really think, Eileen. Donald oh
0: about. my God! Like, if I asked the '80s to come and design a futuristic steering wheel, that was the least sexy thing they could find. Yeah. Like it's like it's like the Walmart grandma pajamas uh-huh. of of the sexy steering wheel industry. <laughs> and like, like, this is how Nicole and Eileen never ever got to another Toyota drive program. Um. <laughs> like it's just it's not good. Like you look at it, like so. A good steering wheel, right? It's it's tactile and you look at it, you can easily figure out where things are. Buttons are different sizes. Yeah. Buttons are different. You might have a bump to let you know, oh, I'm at the up, I'm at the down, I'm at the, you know, those things. The whole thing, I mean, it is functional. It is completely functional as Toyota's very it's, good at. Yeah. But holy heck is it not pretty. Yeah, It's so the design thing, and I. I, I and
1: we were talking about this before we started recording. The weird thing is like when you think about hybrids and plug-in hybrids, Toyota's right up there. They have, they have things for you. Like the Prius, hello. Like hybrid, you think of Prius. So like they've nailed it on that. Like that's something where they're really strong and they come out with this and you're kind of like, I don't like what happened here. Like they're so strong in other things. And they had said once there was a thing they did last year where they talked about we're not buying all into one alternate fuel. Like it could be plug in hybrids. It could be hybrids. It could be electric. It could be hydrogen. And they sort of said, if anybody thinks you know exactly where everything's going, they're lying because we can't tell exactly what's going to go when.
0: So it feels a little bit like we, we should have an electric but, like, you don't have to be all in on power to be all in on good design. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like good design. And yeah. one last thing, since I know we're harping on it. Yes. The shifter. Oh. If you are a person who loves to open prescription bottles by <gasps> pressing on them and turning, you will love the new Toyota shifter. There
1: was actually one journal, so she said, she went, she was like, I don't know
0: what is happening. Like, it's such a weird, like, push and turn it, it's like, I wonder, I'm like, what, do they have an alternative for people with arthritis? Like, is there one with a little tab on it? I just, I, I have so many questions about how they got to the design choices in this it's car. It's like how
1: you can go to the pharmacy and you can say, I want the not child safe one because I have no child in my house. Right. I don't need to worry about that. I'm like, can I have a not child safe shifter in my car because I just want it to work? And not <laughs>
0: that that little Prius knob they had was like oh, good, really but either. it was functional. Yes. It was functional. This is verging on not really functional and yeah. easy to use. It's a little wonky. It's, wonky. it's a little wonky. You know what isn't wonky? What? Where we were last week. So i we talk about that when we get back from break? Okay, sounds
1: good. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com/slash
0: investing in America.
1: Okay, we're back, and now we're gonna talk about something that I just drove, but you
0: just drove it longer ago because you I just drove it longer ago. Yes, longer Grammarian longer. Nicole. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I am a writer. Um, so <laughs> this is the Volvo C40 Recharge, which is pretty cool. I actually really like it. So this is like their crossover. I want to say it kind of sort of is in the same vein as the BZ4X. I have to think about the name of that every time I say it. So it's, you know, it's It's about the same size, It's about the same size, Mm -hmm. same idea. You got your electric car. This one is a little bit different though. It's one trim and it is more expensive. This comes in at just under $59,000, but this is also a Volvo. Volvo is a more premium brand. And you can tell the
0: moment you look at it that this is a far more premium product than Toyota's BZ4X. And and the
1: styling, let's just say right off the bat, oh my gosh, it's so much more attractive. It's a really nice... It has that sort of future vibe. Like every... EV, Especially where they don't have the grill. Right away, it looks weird if you're not used to it. Because you're used to having a fan. They don't need that, so they don't have that. But there's a way to design that so it looks like, cool, the future has arrived. In a way where it's like, oh God, future, bring me back the past. But this one looks good. Uh, I like how this looks. I think it's stylistically, and it's still Volvo. It still feels very Volvo. It has that... Upscale, but we're not we're not gonna go in your face and flashy because
0: we're like this the reserved minimalist. But it feels very sophisticated. Mm-hmm. You look at it, you think this is sophisticated. Yeah. Now I drove it in the fjord blue. Did you have it in that blue color? We had it in the blue, it was gorgeous. It is gorgeous. One yeah. of the nicest blues I have ever seen on a car. It is a really pretty. Very nice. Yeah,
1: it's really pretty. I like blue cars anyway. They have all these cool blues these days. I so one of the cool things about this, or cool it's gonna depend. You either love this feature or you hate this feature. Do you
0: like leather seats, Eileen? i like a supple leather i'm you know what this is i like it to feel like a baseball glove okay guess what what no leather seats like not even it's
1: not even as if it's not like you can't get leather seats unless you pay more nope no amount of money will get you leather seats in this because they're trying to be sustainable and it's
0: going the right direction for the environment well and leather seats are heavier so it decreases range which is why you see a lot of evs going to alternative cloths and natural cloths and natural fibers like think about it if you
1: have ladies if you have an to have like a leather handbag versus like a cloth bag they're they're heavier there's some weight to mm-hmm. that so now put that all over your seats in your car that's a lot of extra mm-hmm. weight and like every last little ounce matters when you're designing and trying to lightweight a vehicle but i think this is more a sustainability option for them mm-hmm. um and but the thing is it does look good you don't look at the inside and think oh
0: god oh what no has it happened? is happened it is right on brand for volvo volvo has some of the best interiors mm-hmm. in terms of construction quality the look the feel and this just continues that trend absolutely it it's so
1: it's absolutely beautiful inside they have a nine inch touchscreen they have an android based system so you have android auto but what you do not have is apple CarPlay.
0: now that's the same backing technology that backs like the new Stellantis system so in the jeep branch hierarchy, and the jeep wagoneer it's that same backing system so in theory the hardware kind of software mm-hmm. components are very similar, yes. but the fake consumer facing part of it is different. Right. That's how they all brand it differently with different functions and things like that. Right. So, like Jeep looks like Jeep and Volvo looks like Volvo, and everybody looks like their own little
1: brand specific kind of feel and vibe to work with their design. Um, so, you can't get CarPlay out. Uh, but they're saying you will be able to. It was a little fuzzy. Like it's, it'll happen someday, somewhere. Maybe. So CarPlay
0: is a chip that they have to add. So like that's not as hard as like having to software it all in yourself, which right. is obviously the very technical term for how you do that. Of course. But also, so you and I have had, you and I have had Android Auto based systems in the past, right? So we've driven, we've driven Jeep vehicles with it, we've driven Dodge vehicles with it, we've driven. Polestar vehicles with it. And I know when you and I were in the Polestar 2 together in Santa Fe, New Mexico, we were so fed up with that system. It's not that it doesn't work well, but the design of the consumer-facing that that user experience is one of the worst in the industry. It's not great. So no. does that carry over to Volvo, do you think?
1: I thought the Volvo system was easier to use. I thought it was better. I thought it was like somewhere between what I want and what like the Polestar. I feel like it it was it was it moved forward, but I still I still don't find it the best. I, it's it was, not
0: the easiest to use. And their old system wasn't great, right? You were constantly swiping screens. Right. To find so the stuff. old
1: system was the Census, Volvo Census yes. system. And the Census system was, it had all the features, it had, but you were like constantly on a swiping. Like in a Mazda, you're forever spinning a dial in your center console. In a Volvo, you're like, swipe, 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 swipe. That's no longer a thing. But it's still not, it, it, it's better. It's improved. Like in a new iteration, it's moved it forward, but... Still not a huge fan of the system, and I want my Apple CarPlay.
0: Yeah, I I don't know how to live without Apple CarPlay. I did not like it. I did not used to like it, but now that I've they've improved it, and now you can use it in different ways, I really like it. And I don't want to live without my music. I don't mm-hmm. want to live. I don't want my in my brand new sixty thousand dollar car. I do not want to have to use my phone as an iPod. Mm-hmm. That is unacceptable. Yeah. So, I mean, major
1: drawback maybe to, you know, Tyleen and I were, like, granting against it. You don't care. You have an Android. Hey, it locks. Yeah, you love it. No You're problem. You're going to love it. It's going to be no problem. Um, and for this one that has a range of... Uh, like 226 miles, it can charge
0: from 10 to 80% in 37 minutes. Um, well, so and that's a differentiator between that and the Toyota, right? So, though the BZ4X has about the same amount of range, the fact that you can charge far faster in the right. Volvo makes the world of difference when you're traveling and longer And to be fair, we're talking
1: like there's fast charging and not fast charging, but even when you compare the level 2 charging in the BZ4X to level 2 charging in other EVs it's still slower it's yeah. it takes far longer like so no matter what you're doing you're yeah. spending more time hanging out chilling waiting for your Toyota to charge um I did like driving the Volvo C40 recharge though it is very quiet it's very responsive it has that upscale premium brand feel that you want it to have I thoroughly enjoyed my time driving the car it was really I love nice. it now you drove it in Palm Springs I did I drove it in Palm Springs and we stayed at a place called the Parker in Palm Springs which is apparently, like, when I said I was staying there, a bunch of Palm Springs people are like, ooh, this fancy pants really well known. I've never
0: even heard of the Parker. i never
1: even heard of it either. But it was so fancy that you try to drive in and they're like, there's just a guy sitting there. He's like, he has a cone. He's like, who are you? Why are you here? I'm like, I'm Nicole. I'm here with Volvo. Can I please proceed through your gated entrance? Uh, so they're very specific. So I think enough people just kind of want to come in and see it. They're, they sort of are oh. saying no, because it's, it's very boutique. It's not like some giant
0: Hyatt. It's, but I love that about Palm Springs. There's mm-hmm. all these little boutiques Hotels, yeah. it still feels in some ways, in some areas, like a very small town. It does. It does. And it has something, I learned a thing. So
1: they have this giant thing. It's called Breeze breeze Block. I hope it, but it's the blocks. It's like the exterior. Yes. B-
0: yeah, the design blocks, the cement blocks that have different designs in them that go in front of houses yes. as like a screen. And they have a giant one in front of the entrance of this. And apparently it's famous. So I
1: took a picture of myself in front of it. And I'm like, it was a
0: cute picture. It was, you the know. The block is also excellent. Yeah, so, yes. So,
1: so they have that. We also, I did find coffee. I found coffee at a place Ooh. called coffee, but it was spelled fancy. It was K-O-F-F-I, which made it taste fancier.
0: I'm sure their Google algorithm loves re-correcting their, their I know, searchers. right?
1: correcting that. Yeah. So I had coffee. And I discovered in talking with the Volvo guys, mm-hmm. they're coffee
0: people. These are our people. Like Sweden, apparently, coffee is a huge thing. In Sweden. We need to go to Sweden. Yeah, we need to go to Sweden to drink coffee, also to drive Volvo's, right. specifically in the snow. Yes. Yes. So they, so there's
1: a thing in Sweden. So like, their guys like, no wait, we're the second highest. Not forgotten. Second highest, third highest coffee consuming nation in the world. It depends what year you look at. And I'm like, really? In Volvo? Like, like Sweden. in Sweden? But they have a thing called fika. I don't know if you, it's really it's okay. Spelled just like it sounds. So it's like you're supposed to like relax. Have a cup of coffee, have a fancy
0: pastry, and speak. It's because, like you're sort of like I like to do all of those things. Right? In snow, mm-hmm. in Volvos. Mm-hmm. So I think it is a natural fit. Not I, I think we might need to move to Sweden. I, I think, think we, this is where we're going with this conversation. Right, so we're basically yeah. gonna move to Sweden. So that and and it was hilarious.
1: The Volvo guys were all like, oh no, we do our coffee. We are into the coffee. We are all about the coffee and the pastry. I'm like, I can get behind this entire concept.
0: <laughs> I, I am down for that. Now, so I went to go, I drove it in Belgium, like we said, mm-hmm. and And we stayed at this hotel called The Dominican. which is I know it it sounds very very fancy Um, it's on the site of it's downtown Brussels it's on the site of an old abbey so it's made the architect made it to be like a cloister oh but you get into your room again like the Alila it's like an oasis it's a different it's very dark yeah it's very like I felt like I should have a robe on me like have my my sense of solace (laughs) Uh, but it's lovely it's I recommend the hotel it's different right which is what you want when you're traveling like it might be a Marriott branded hotel but it's very different so I really enjoyed that and part of our drive is we we drove on the highway also went to the countryside and i just i love belgium i i cannot get enough belgium in my life did you have waffles uh, i ate every waffle at every turn that i could excellent the one thing i didn't do was drink wine actually while i was driving because you shouldn't do that should clearly no matter which ever, country you're ever, in you ever. should not do that um but we did stop at a winery called the Cas- i'm going to pronounce it wrong the casale del vino it sounded fancy the, when you in. Yes. It's a house of wine, maybe, perhaps. I don't know. It was outside of Bruges, okay. which Bruges is my new favorite European city. 100% hands down. The canals, the people, the waffles, the boats, I am, I am there for all of it. The architecture, I've freaking love it um so i went there but the winery was amazing it had this like very pub-like feel where you could just sit outside had a glass of wine they had a giant i think probably Belgian malinois um not a german shepherd um outside that was just like totally chill like the type of chill i could only get from being inside of volvo yes. and having my fika experience yes yes there you go. that's exactly what he was like and he was wonders. and we just sat outside and i had like a charcuterie plate and some some coca-cola because you know that's what we did when we were trying not to fall asleep because of the uh the time, time gap. Change. Yes, but it was just lovely. And then drove that all around, went to Ghent, which on its face doesn't it's a manufacturing city, but also it has this amazing historic downtown. Giant waterway that runs through it Ooh, and all cool. these historic buildings. As so we got there and I had a bit of a mishap, so I was a little late getting in, and by the time I got there it was already dark and I was I was kind of bummed because I like I wanted to see the city. Yeah. So we had dinner. We had this amazing elixir. Um, that is like this yellow liqueur made it's 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 hard to it's hard to describe it, it's made from herbs kind of like chartreuse is from France you're okay. giving me this look like what on like, earth are you what telling the me about heck did they
1: give you? Yeah. okay okay
0: so the liqueur is amazing but um so anyway it's an, it's a native drink you can buy it at the duty free which one of our friends bought it for me and brought it home for me cuz i forgot to get some um and then shipped it to me generous soul he is um so anyway so it, it, we had this elixir which apparently they used to the the older women Mm-hmm. Um, during their time of the month would drink it and their husbands always offer it to them when they realize they're being cranky as a cultural thing <laughs> and the bartender's telling me about this and I was like well now I must have some I don't feel like cranky but I feel like now this is the opportunity for me to take hold and so we were passing it out and I was I was being the bartender's friend sharing Did you feel it with less everybody. cranky? Uh, you be- know after I think after enough shots of that you'll feel you less cranky about everything <laughs> uh, but, um, but anyway so after that the lovely folks at Volvo um, actually took me for like a little walking tour of Ghent oh, cool. and I will say this they excel at outdoor lighting in that town so you've got the big old buildings and you've just got these floodlights that run up the sides of the building like Christmas tree lights mm-hmm. like they're just everything runs up and it's just like you're like every corner is a postcard and wow. I was just like it makes you like you walk there's like this is gorgeous yeah. and because you know there wasn't a lot of tourism like it's not as crowded as it has been, and it was just—it felt really lovely. And I recommend Belgium to absolutely anybody. You don't have to be in a Volvo, but also yes. highly recommend the Volvo X, uh, Volvo C Forty Recharge. Um, though you can't see well at the back, you can enjoy your time. Oh, yeah,
1: that was the one. To, yeah, the yeah. back window is very, 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 very tiny. So it's, it's it's
0: yeah. But it has a rear view camera. It does. So, so you don't need the window. Yeah, so you don't need the window. You can just be comfortable and enjoying your, your fecal Lake experience yes. inside your Volvo XC40. There you go. Exactly. So why don't we tell them about where I was last week when we get back from break. Okay, sounds good. The trip to the Alila and San Diego and and Long Beach where we are now recording this. Yes. And now we have moved on to where I was last week, which I was in Spain last week. Because you're so fancy. I'm so fancy. I took so many COVID tests and I have made it over (laughs) to Spain and back um, on a lovely Delta airplane as I do fly. Um, But we went to Madrid. Not we. I, I went with other people. You were not invited. I was not there. No, I no. was not there. I would have invited you had I had the opportunity. But I went um, as a lovely guest of the Nissan Motor Company. Mm-hmm. And we went and drove the new Nissan Aria, which is their new kind of plus size. I'm mean, going to call it electric SUV. So it's yeah, kind it's of like little Nissan little Murano bigger. size. Yeah. It's bigger than BZ4X. It's bigger than the C40 from yeah. Volvo. Um, but Nissan Aria. And so, uh, drove that all around Madrid. Well, not all around Madrid. Actually, we didn't drive it in Madrid at all. Didn't even drive it on the road. Where did you, you didn't, it, there was no road drive? It was just a track drive? It was, well, and it wasn't even just a track drive. Yes. So these non-road legal units, they took us up oh, to, gosh. I know, right? They took so us, what was
1: non like, what was the non-road legal part? Is this some, like, dotting an eye I, crossing a T, or I choose is it like, not to
0: think of it, because okay. it makes me nervous <laughs> for what I could have gotten myself into. So we went to this, um, we went to the Jarama Circuit, circuit del Ger- jarama um probably mispronounced that as i do um it it is uh just north and east of madrid about 20-25 minutes outside of town they've had all sorts of races there it's it's a pretty well-known circuit but they set up it's a road course okay so they set it up actually to have it be like different situations so on the flats they had you doing very tight continuous turning okay. so at low speed come to a stop come to a yield have to do this so they kind of simulated the roads for us on the track Okay. Um, you know, when you, you're on a track, and you go around big, wide, sweeping corners that are uphill. So they made it really tight, so it was like a mountain pass where you're trying to get up the hill. Um and oh, that's then they, cool. Yeah, it, it kind of made sense, right? They had kind of sweeping rural roads, So they gave you a non-road road drive. They gave us a non-road <laughs> road drive. Um, and we had the added benefit of being in the absolute pouring rain. Oh, that makes driving so much more fun. So much more fun, oh, especially God. a track drive. So oh. in my non-road legal car, driving <laughs> on a track... <laughs> and then not track speed array, um driving through this cone course, um, windshield wipers going, which I will say this Nissan makes great windshield wiper rhythm. I tested this. every speed of that windshield wiper. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the all-electric SUV runs on these Eco tires that I will say it did dry out a little bit later, but they were fantastic in the rain. Oh, good. Fantastic. The opposite of kind of what you and I experienced when we had the Eco tires in the U.S., oh, but I will say this, not as confident on the pavement. Oh, really? On the drier pavement. I was really disappointed in them. So huh. so I guess buyer beware if you're looking for... Because um, they're low friction, right? Right. So it kind of makes sense they wouldn't be... But I mean, I was up... So there is one section where we could get some speed. So up to like 100... It said 120, but let's talk 145. So about 140, 145 kilometers per hour. Okay. Um, um, th- at that point, I did not have as much confidence coming around a wide sweeping corner as I would have liked. Yeah. Um, and not just because the Aria is a bigger vehicle. It just, yeah. it's just the type, I was like, I could feel it. And I was like, you know what? No, like I need to back off a little bit. Um, so, you know, the 120 speed limit they had, they had voluntarily enacted, definitely was there for a reason. Mm-hmm. But also 120, is you know a normal speed in the U.S. Right. That translates to what like seventy five miles an hour, so 70, 80, in some 80, somewhere there. Yeah, I, my math is probably completely I'm, wrong on I'm that. I, I I specialize in words, not math. So you do the math while we're thinking about okay. it. Okay. Um, so yeah, so it it's just like I feel like that's a normal speed, and for me, I was just like, okay, I would want to change out the tires when I buy this car.
1: Seventy-five miles an hour. Oh, I was there actually right. Okay, there
0: you go. Good gravy. That'll never happen again. Okay, so, um, <laughs> so yeah, so that was so okay. That's my big gripe, right? Everything about. It. So we've been waiting for this car for three years now. By mm-hmm. the time it comes to the U.S., it's not right. coming till late 2022, like late October. They said, um, it's worth waiting for. Yeah, you liked it that much. So I've been worried because I'm like, Nissan's betting big on this. And they've been teasing it. And the design is so different for them. Mm -hmm. Especially interior. Completely different. I have seen it. I haven't driven it, but I did see it. And it is actually a beautiful interior. It is beautiful. It is a sanctuary-like interior. And you get in and you're like, you know What? This was worth waiting for. You get in; it's that library level quietness, like you get with the Volvo C40 Recharge. Yeah. But it has different controls. It's got this haptic control display. How That's does it like, work
1: though? Because sometimes haptic controls make you want to take a hammer. So,
0: so remember, do you remember when Cadillac came out with like XT6 mm-hmm. and and the uh and the the I don't remember the car name. I'm the car name. The 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 six. What I don't even remember it off the top of my head. CT6. CT6. There okay. we go. CT6. Um, the haptic it like you had to put your finger on it and press it and then wait and then press it and then wait. Yeah, it was and it terrible. was terrible. And it just like took all of the juice out of your fingers like, right, to do right. that. Um, this is not like that. This is extremely functional. It does what you want it to do, when you want to do it. Um, it just works. You're not looking for things. Things aren't different. Like we got an EV6. We got an Ionic 5. And you're like, okay, well I have to re- like reconfigure my brain. Where is this? It was like getting, you're like, oh, well, that's where the volume should be. That's where it is. So it that's where this should be. Everything made sense. So you liked it better than... Because of like the, the EV the I still want
1: to call it EV six like the EV six the, the Ionic five let's throw another one in there let's say the ID four from Volkswagen oh the not the C four X um you would your the RE is your favorite of those so you compare like that, the Ionic of the ones that I have driven from that yeah. lot the Ionic is five is my favorite
0: so I like so they're completely different vehicles first of all so though they call the IOC 5 a crossover I would contend it's a hatchback Yeah, and it's very like scooty around town right okay. Aria is, is bigger it's like the Mur- Murano yeah. so you get into it and the drive experience is very like it's very calm there's not a lot of tipping. you don't get thrown back in your seat you have st- steady strong acceleration it holds its ground you've got plenty of room for four adults and cargo it's a different vehicle it's a different experience I don't want Aria to be quirky I don't want want Aria to be flashy. I want to be sleek and sophisticated and sexy. Volvo C40 Recharge not necessarily sexy sophisticated mm-hmm. yeah. a little quirky right. but this is kind of moving in a different direction and a lot of that comes down to the interior appointments so you have some nice wood appointments you have this really cool interior design pieces and you can see it on the grill on the front but also the inside on the speakers etc. that are inspired by Japanese lanterns there's a special oh, that's woodworking cool. that's involved huh. they show us the video of it. you're like oh yeah yeah and sometimes they show us those videos and you're just like yeah right whatever you were okay. inspired because they found a marketing term and you right. Do- right. no like you can legit see this. It's really cool. It works really well um the we we're driving so there's four grades we drove the third grade out of four because they're
1: towards the top but not the very yeah so
0: their their all-wheel drive system isn't quite baked for america yet so they didn't have that for us got it but they did have the third highest so we're driving like around like a 50k vehicle and you get into it and that's before you have any tax incentives so a lot of times we get in these vehicles you're like oh this is 45k but once you 75 okay i can see this being like a 38 a 37 no you get in this i'm like no this is a sticker price for $45,000 or forty-five or $50,000 vehicle. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It looks, it's price point. It feels, it feels richer than that. Like if it was priced $10,000 more, I wouldn't blink. You would still feel like Maybe Nissan was... shouldn't hear that. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but I really- if you end up
1: paying more for this, you can play my lead now. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So, and it's got the 300 mile range, up to 300 miles of range. Um, I drove front wheel drive. So in the rain, wow. it still held really well with those tires and with that. Yeah. Um, it's only got 238 horsepower but that feels like like that I wouldn't blink at that I'd be perfectly happy with that every day and you and I like fast cars so it's not like you're lacking on the horsepower well and the thing with an EV is
1: like it's sort of weird because if you haven't driven one like it's not like driving a gas power vehicle. And the horsepower number, it matters, but in a different way, because the torque matters almost more. And that's simple. available immediately. You're not right. waiting for it to kick in. So you're in. not waiting for the torque to build up to, like, scoot you along. It's like you, you hit the, the go pedal, and <laughs> and you move. And you immediately yeah. move because of that torque. So even if the horsepower isn't what you like, you would think would give you something responsive, because the torque is there immediately, it goes much faster than you
0: would think, and much more strongly than you would think. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm really excited to see, because of how capable this one was, what the one, with what they call E-Force, which is their all-wheel drive, um, what that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, That's going to have 389 uh, horsepower, which is a significant jump. Big difference, And it should be pretty, like, I'm hoping it's pretty sporty. I'm hoping it's more like um, Acura MDX Type S sporty. We'll see. I don't know tuning. They really didn't tell us any of that. they kind of leaving you waiting. Yeah, leaving us waiting. But I do want to drive it. Like, I'm like, okay, I I've seen what you can do, and now I want to see more. Um, one of the also really cool things, to go back to the interior, is they have this wide display across the interior that is, you know, the driver information screen, and then you've got your infotainment screen. And you know how... Uh, like the Cadillac Escalade has the OLED display, yeah. that big thirty-eight inch or thirty-seven inch yeah, screen that like just goes whole, across. Yeah. And it's like but it's it's different, it's separate screens, right? Right. It's technically, I think, three. I think it's three screen, different screens. I think? Yeah, because yeah, they've got that little one off to so the Little tiny, kind of, like, which, which is cute the corner. Yeah, it's a yeah, yeah.
1: little screen that's like me, like just doing teeny little thing.
0: So so Nissan has something similar, similar shape-ish. But it's only it's only two screens. But what's really cool is you can just swipe between the screens. So if you've got navigation on the center screen, you don't have to look at it. You can literally take your hand, swipe across, and it moves it in front of the driver in a non-distracting way. Yeah. And it it's very integrated. Now Nissan hasn't had the best infotainment systems. Mm. I mean, you're getting it. you're like, why do I can only see the first ten characters of the song I'm listening to? (laughs) Uh, You know, this is this is Joni not Joni Mitchell like it's it's, it's, yeah it's just Joni. So um, but this is really a step forward. It feels, the whole vehicle feels like the next phase of Nissan, for real.
1: That's good. Not, yeah,
0: it's good. It's where they need to be. And, you know, you and, and I are... And when are we going to get this? When are they saying Fall is? 2022. So it's coming. So this fall. So
1: we still have a little ways, because it's only March. So we got a little ways right. to go before we actually have this one here. Yeah.
0: But it's, it's pretty, it, I, I think it's worth waiting for. I think Nissan's doing the right thing. I like that they're not coming out with a really small vehicle first. I mean, they've got Leaf, right? So, like, they've been right. doing this for years. Yeah, it's not like they're new
1: to the whole But they're idea. not
0: coming out with this small SUV like everyone else is. They're taking a leap. They're going a little bit bigger. But I think that's where the market's at. I think it's a really interesting proposition. And I do think that if you're a customer that has a Murano now, you've got that V6 engine that's really strong, these really comfortable, no-gravity seats – that carries over the engine doesn't carry over but the power carries over the seats carry over I can see somebody who has that if they can be convinced to get behind the wheel going well that's gonna be this makes sense that's
1: gonna be the thing though because if you think about it, okay you drive a Murano right that's a very specific kind of person like it's not everybody that drives Murano it's sort of like the the fancy ups like upscale-ish kind of Nissan it's a little Mm -hmm. bit more I think about it like my, my like a mom car for moms whose kids are older, kind of. Like, yeah, like your kids have
0: gone to college, like you got kids, rid of the minivan, you got a Murano. Right, and you yeah. get
1: a Murano. And I'm like, is that person really looking for an EV? I don't know. I don't know. They're for an EV version of that. I wonder how well that'll translate. Or but will it just get a whole new group of people? It could just appeal to an entirely different group that hasn't gone for Nissan before. But
0: then you also have people who aren't commuting anymore. Right. So, do they need hundred miles of range a day or eighty miles of range a day? Well, if they're just doing a little runabout, but they want something comfortable that they could also drive, you know, one hundred and fifty to take their kids, one hundred and fifty miles to take their kids to the state school. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not a bad car. Right. Like, if I, it would be something I would seriously think about at this point in my life. And you know, I, I was really, it was, it is more Infinity like the Nissan like in oh, terms wow. of how well it's appointed no, and but it's designed.
1: Entirely different company. I know. I know. But literally,
0: you get into it, and you're like okay then why are all the Infinity products not as nice as this (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I mean it's an issue it's an issue they're going to have to address but it's really good and it makes me excited for the future of Nissan like you and I like talking about like these products that are transformational that really move the ball forward whether it's you know how good C40 recharge is or the progress that Toyota's trying to make Mm -hmm. or you know like I I love seeing the the changes and the difference you see this evolution this EV illusion that's cool I'm glad
1: I'm glad because I think think that, that should be a good thing for Nissan and I do like the idea Idea that they went with something a little bit bigger because there are so many things that are smaller, like that little crossover slash SUV, whatever the heck you want to call it. That sort of in-between thing. There's all that's where everyone is.
0: Everyone's right and that's there. where the batteries are, right? So they're taking a chance. Yeah. because so if
1: you go a little bit bigger, it's like okay, you're taking a but there's somebody out there who wants it just to be a little bit bigger, a little bit nicer, and you don't have. Twenty different options. When you look at that, you have a ridiculous number of options, and it feels like every day there's a new one. Practically, so that and for the forty-five to fifty-eight k price range, that's
0: really good. Because really that's good. in the
1: same price range as these smaller vehicles. Like that's yeah.
0: Some of these are going to about fifty-ish, just under fifty. Right. And if you think so, about it, as a parent, if you've got kids in college, you might not be able to claim them on taxes anymore. Yeah. So that seventy-five k could be you know seventy-five k seventy-five hundred. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> or whatever. Like, if not I could claim that good, no, <laughs> not that good. That's a heck of a tax incentive. I'm going to give you money back. <laughs> I might decide to have more kids, if I can get seventy-five thousand for them. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's that sort of thing. You're just like, okay, maybe that actually that starts to make more sense yeah and um it's nice to see it moving i mean we're moving i mean hummer evs coming up we're gonna go drive that next week that's next week we're gonna get in a big truck and go crab walk we're gonna go crab walk crab walk are you just you're just doing hummer and then after that i go to san francisco to try the new land rover range rover Ooh, excitement excitement fancy fancy pants fancy pants cars fancy pants cars that range rover's cool though yeah. i'm excited to get it. it looks really good i'm excited to crab walk i'm really I'm hoping that the the land rover uh, ceo doesn't get dropped on his head again
1: because oh, that was that was at the reveal and
0: that was a little unfortunate. unfortunate. So uh, You don't want uh, yeah. to kill your CEO at a reveal. That's just not how they normally plan I things. I mean, he and Wyclef Jean were getting down. I was there. I mean, I saw it. I mean, Joe and Wyclef, I mean, who things, would have thought? Things happen. Things, things happen. happen. Things happen, happen when you have too much fun. And, you know, that's it. Okay. So, all right. Well, we'll let everybody go. We'll circle back next week and uh, talk about some more stuff. All right. See you, all right. people. Bye. <laughs>